Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. This is episode number 46 of the Hustling for Happiness podcast, COVID Depression, Seven Tips to Combat Pandemic Depression. Hello, beautiful people. This is Chris Teich, the creator of Hustling for Happiness. And if you're unfamiliar with what that is, Hustling for Happiness is a personal development website where I write blog articles to inspire you to get after your goals and dreams each and every day. But if you don't have time to read the blog or you don't enjoy reading in general, then I record them for you right here on the podcast. So let's get into episode number 46, COVID depression. With COVID-19 still running rampant in the United States, the media is constantly focused on masks, Dr. Fauci, infection rates, the economy, and potential vaccines. The coronavirus has infected our country and also our minds. However, It's important to remember that there are other epidemics which are plaguing America. We need to talk more about the other health impacts as a result of quarantine. It's time to talk about mental health. Robert Redfield. Now, I have to preface this section by saying I respect this man, and in no way am I attacking him or the interviewer, but the CDC director, Robert Redfield, did an online interview recently with Buck Institute. The majority of the interview was focused on COVID-19, testing, vaccines, and the public health system. But there was one part of the article that really struck me. He spoke openly about how school closures and quarantine have affected teenagers and children across the country, and how previously existing issues are becoming an even bigger dilemma. Here's the excerpt. But there has been another cost that we've seen, particularly high in schools. We're seeing, sadly, far greater suicides now than we are deaths from COVID. We're seeing far greater deaths from drug overdose that are above excess that we have as background than we are seeing deaths from COVID. This is beyond heartbreaking. One of the reasons why I started my brand was to help people, especially those with concealed depression, to not kill themselves. Redfield went on to say in the article that the suicides and drug overdoses are due to these kids not being in school. And while I'm sure that lack of school can contribute to the death rates, it doesn't mean that school is the cure-all for suicides and overdoses. Dude, schools? Really? I mean, okay, let's say that that does help. What are people supposed to do in the meantime until school resumes? If school resumes. As I said earlier, I am in no way attacking him. Not at all. I just want more people in official positions putting emphasis on mental health more often especially right now. Now, the interviewer didn't even ask him further questions about it. They immediately continued with questions about tracking data for when kids go back to school. They completely glossed over it. I mean, seriously? 
you had a prime opportunity to ask the head of the CDC how people could better help themselves with mental health issues during this time, and you just didn't? (laughs) I mean, epic facepalm. Depression has been on the rise for years, long before anybody heard of COVID-19. So let's talk about depression. According to the World Health Organization, over 264 million people suffer from depression worldwide. And those are the ones that are clinically diagnosed. Who knows how many other millions aren't diagnosed that are suffering from it. Close to 800,000 people die due to suicide every year. 800,000 people. And also, suicide is the leading cause of death between 15 and 29-year-olds. Mind you, these numbers were recorded in January, which, by the way, I I will put a link in the description of the podcast for um, the World Health Organization statistics and also the interview with Robert Redfield. Um, But way before COVID-19 really hit the United States, these were the numbers that were recorded. Now, I'm afraid of what the statistics will show at the end of this year as a result of COVID and quarantine. Throw in the fact that we currently have a minimum of 18 million people who are unemployed, and I guarantee you those numbers will unfortunately increase. Not just unemployment, but depression and suicide, suicide numbers. It's, it, it's awful. That interview annoyed me because my plea to anyone who has a position of authority is to make mental health more a part of the conversation. It has to be taken more seriously. And if leaders and health officials aren't vocal about it, then we as a society need to be more open and accepting of this topic because it's a pandemic that nobody's talking about. We have to create more of an open environment where this isn't a silent threat anymore. Not just for teenagers, but anyone, anyone who suffers from depression. So I've coined a new word for this time called COVID depression. (laughs) Take COVID, take the word depression, combine them together. COVID depression. So what do you do right now? Well, if you suffer from depression, you must know that you are not alone. And also, there is nothing wrong with you because you feel this way. There are plenty of resources that you can utilize during this time of chaos and uncertainty. So here are some tips and tactics that have helped me personally in the past. And also, I hope they help you if you're currently dealing with depression right now. So number one, seek out professional help. Living in the digital age certainly has its advantages. It's easier than ever to find professionals to speak to. There are websites, hotline numbers, and apps devoted to helping with mental health issues. You are literally a Google search away from endless resources. And the best part is that they can be done in quarantine too. So that's number one. Number two, get outside. (laughs) So simple and so effective, yet so many people don't do it. It's been proven 
in countless studies that getting outside can drastically improve your mood. Seasonal Affective Disorder, or SAD, as it's abbreviated, is a type of depression that comes from the changes in the seasons, primarily the fall and winter months. The cause, you guessed it, lack of sunlight. Now, we as a society in recent years, we have been getting less vitamin D from the sun because we spend most of our time indoors. Add quarantine, lockdown to that, and we are potentially getting even less outdoor time. So take a break from binging Netflix and being on the computer. Get outside each day. Minimum, minimum 15 minutes. Just go for a walk around the block if you can. Which brings me to my next point. Work out. Oh my God. Work out. Get moving. Create a training plan and stick to it. Three days a week is all you need to do. That's good. If you could do more, go for it. You know me. I'm all about it. But working out is a beautiful distraction where you have, you have to focus on something else besides how you feel. So studies have shown how, quote, exercise improves mental health by reducing anxiety, depression, and negative mood, and by improving self-esteem and cognitive function. So go out for a socially distant jog or swim if you can. Maybe you can do it also outside. Two birds with one stone type of approach. So commit to it and stay consistent. Number four, I love this one. Um, Think about past successes. This one has really helped me, and it still does when I'm overly doubting myself. Um, I get a notebook, and I think about my past. I recall the times when I was dealing with an issue, and I overcame it. And that's it. It's very simple. I mentally put myself back in the past and in that position. Now, by doing this, I remember how at the time, I had no idea how I was going to overcome those trials. The fear of the unknown was looming and my self-doubt was getting the better of me. But fast forward to now, I got past them. I overcame those hurdles. So I write it down. I write it in the notebook. Then I think of another and another and another. All of these instances from my past where I didn't know what was going to happen and I overcame it. I got past it. I got beyond it. You can do the same thing. So... This simple exercise, it allows me to reflect on times of uncertainty from my past where I persevered. Well, right now, we are dealing with a time of uncertainty. We are dealing with a storm. And just like in the past where we learned how to weather those storms and deal with those setbacks and challenges, right now is another setback. It's another challenge. And it's just, it's just the next hurdle to jump. Does that make sense? So I hope that helps. Number five, map out your day. Create a plan. (laughs) Create a plan. Create a schedule for your day and then for your week. This makes you focus and gives you a job. Tasks which need to be done. If you like being busy, like I do, having things to check off helps immensely. It brings back a sense of purpose and with the completion of tasks, a sense of pride, an accomplishment. 
Those are very important feelings to feel right now. It helps to avoid the paralysis from analysis syndrome, and you can still be quite productive, even during a pandemic. Number six, stop comparing yourself to others. I did a previous episode on this. It's called Comparison is is, uh, the Thief of Joy. Go back and listen to it because I'm going to re-quote it in a moment here. But number six, stop comparing yourself to others. This is a big one, and it is only made worse by social media. Scrolling through Facebook right now and Instagram can be detrimental to our health and mental states. Facebook is filled with a constant stream of negativity, and Instagram is overcrowded with a slideshow of galleries of how seemingly perfect everyone else's lives are. No one is posting their failures, their breakdowns, their hard times on the gram. They're not doing it. Facebook is littered with keyboard warriors that are fighting continuously. Listen, know your breaking point. (laughs) Know your breaking point. Know when it's time to put the phone down. (laughs) You know, like, it's important to know when these outside forces are going to trigger you. Put the phone down and remember this quote. Comparison is The Thief of Joy. It's from Teddy Roosevelt, and it's one of my most favorite quotes. So, if you desire to feel a bit better, stop comparing yourself to others, put the phone down, get off the social media sites, read an uplifting book, watch a good movie, go for a walk outside, work out, and just focus on how you feel right now. That's it. No one else, nothing else inside of you, just you and how you feel. And the last tip, number seven, reframing. Our brains are excellent at identifying risks and fears. They have evolved in that manner for survival purposes. However, we can flip the script. We can look at situations and choose to give it a new meaning. Instead of seeing things as negative, we can choose to see it as a positive. A crisis can easily become an opportunity through the power of our perception. This is what reframing is. You're looking at negative scenarios and reframing them. So a negative scenario becomes an opportunity for growth. We can empower ourselves and not fall into a victim mentality, and that changes us for the better. So final thoughts. If you are suffering from any form of COVID depression depression, (laughs) you aren't alone, and you don't need to handle it by yourself. Now, I'll be the first one to say it's admirable to be able to handle challenges head on. However, it takes true strength and confidence to be vulnerable and to admit when you need a hand. It's important to have those people and resources that you can lean on for support, because there's going to be times in life where, where you don't have all the answers where you don't know what to do, where you're really faced with the fear of the unknown. And we all need help sometimes, especially right now during a global pandemic. So don't be afraid to ask for help and seek out assistance. That being said, you can reach out to me on my Instagram. I am so active on there lately. It's been wonderful having these conversations with people. Uh, Chris.Teish. 
You can do the same thing on Twitter too, but Instagram is primarily where I spend the most amount of my time. Um, also, in the description, check out the self-discipline manual. Sign up for it, get it. Um, you plug in your email and then you'll have a free ebook from me where I teach you how to transition from a goal setter to a goal achiever. So my friends, I hope this episode has brought you some value. Please Please do me a favor, share the content with whoever you feel may benefit from it. I'm trying to help as many as I can while I can, especially right now during this crazy, crazy time. Um, Stay strong. I love you all. And keep hustling for happiness. Peace, my friends.